Warning, the views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of Clan Imperial Guard, Radio Link Net, or their sponsors. This show is intended for a mature audience only. Parental discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Listening to the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard in the Emperor's Court, powered by the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. Yeah, baby, that's the way I like it. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids are going Cleveland Rocks, Cleveland Rocks. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Amper Score here on the RadioLinkNet.com online gaming radio network. God, I screwed that up. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor's Court, and I'm your host, the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard, coming live from Cleveland, Ohio. A big fuck you to goes out to Pittsburgh tonight, who defeated the Denver Broncos uh, in the AFC uh, Championship, even as I look to my right here and see that Seattle is kicking the tar out of Carolina. Anyways, big show on tap this evening, folks, but here's how you can get in contact with me tonight. If you want to get on, on the uh, discussion, here's what you need to do. Hit us up at IRC. We are at irc.saladirc.com. We are in channel 1G. You can also hit us up on AOL's Instagram a messenger at EMP1G if you want to get your comments in. The discussion is going to be hot and heavy, a lot to talk about this evening, and only an hour and a half to do it, so we'll try to squeeze it all in. Some big announcements to start off the show here, but first, the topics of tonight. First off, racism in the world of Warcraft. I recently read an article, and we'll be hitting on this a little later at, uh, I think it's like Game Tycoon. Actually, I saw this on uh, AOL. Also, uh, second topic tonight um, is, well... In no special order, but we'll be getting to these. Another topic this evening is the IRS is looking to tax your online gold. That's right. The U.S. IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, is looking to tax your earnings on virtual gold made up in massive multiplayer online role-playing games. That will be a topic of discussion later this evening. Also, the Empire at War demo has been released. Have you played it? What were your thoughts? I will give you mine a little later on. Also, uh, if we get to it, the World of Warcraft um, has the gates of AQ, Aquinjin, or what the hell it is, have opened on a couple different servers, uh, or we'll be preparing to, and some controversy has, of course, boiled up from that. We'll be getting to that a little later on also as well. Uh, a little bit of Dawn of War news here, at least at 1G. I'll get to that if I have time. It's kind of a small thing. And, of course, your emails uh, in regards to last week's show. And the question, has the gaming industry let you down as a gamer? Or has the gaming industry simply passed us by? People like you and me, older gamers in our mid-20s who grew up playing the Atari and the Nintendo and what have you. But before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, first, the big announcements. <clears throat> Radiolinknet.com and onejearborn.com are very proud to announce that we have three new shows debuting within the next two weeks here on the network. First up, we have uh, Imba Weekly, 
who which is going to be hosted by uh, our good buddy Seed. It'll take you through uh, all the big news and matches and what's going on in the Warcraft 3 universe uh, here in the States and abroad, so definitely check it out. That will air on Friday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. On Saturday night, we have Zerum vs. the Internet. will air at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard also on Saturday. This one looks to be a lot of fun as well as Zerum takes on the stupidity that is the Internet. And uh, those who make up the games, the companies themselves, and everything of that particular week, and in general, of why the internet sucks, and so do you. Fair warning, you yourself as a listener could be a target of his bitter wrath. Anyways, that will air at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard on Saturday. Also, and this one has a time to be announced later. Uh, will be Idioteca is going to be uh, airing a State of Warcraft, which will be another show, uh, another take, another look at Warcraft 3. Also, going through the news, going through the matches and what have you. Things are going on in the Warcraft uh, universe. It's going to be to uh, to be announced at a later time because Idioteca is Australian. And we all know the show is going to be successful simply because he's Australian and speaks differently than we do. Anyways, because of the time difference, we're going to see that show airing at a different time. We're working out uh, the kinks on that. But look for all three of these shows to start airing within the next two weeks. So make sure you mark in your calendars. That's Friday and Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. We'll have two Warcraft 3 talk shows also in the pipelines. This is in the work as well. It's the fact that we're looking at doing shoutcasts. And this is what Kyle's going to get alluded to of Dawn of War later. It's not just Dawn of War, but also Warcraft 3. Potentially, we could do be we could be doing shoutcasts and Empire at War starting next month. We'll get to that a little later on. All right, so there's three big announcements. We have three new shows debuting within the next two weeks. Uh, definitely check it out. We're going to have some new things changing up at onesyoureborn.com uh, and also at the parent website at radiolinknet.com. And, of course, let us thank our sponsors. We cannot forget this, cannot stress this enough, at the Harbor bluegroup.com for all your e-commerce needs. Trust me, folks, they, they do great work there. We wouldn't be tempting them out if it uh, if they weren't as good as they say. And we've seen the work. So, Anyways, on topic tonight, let's get to it. First up and first off, Empire at War Star Wars demo released this week. Did you download it? Did you play it? It was a pretty beefy 758 uh, megabyte download. Uh, so it took several of us uh, several hours to get it. So if you were um, hardcore enough to get it, What'd you think of it? Give me your impressions. Actually, I'm sorry, before we get that, people are bombarding me with requests. So you know. No, it is not too late to turn your demos in. I've been asking for demos, and we've been uh, advertising in several places. If you want to cut a demo for a show, there is no time limit on this. Except, Well, we would like you to get it in soon, because as we start to fill in the shows and time slots, we're starting to lose things, So if or lose time slots. So if there's... Things, if there's a specific time or day that you want to cast, you need to get your demo in soon. And if it's decent enough, we're going to talk. So, I did mention World of Warcraft, you fucktard. Look, I just mentioned it again. There's twice. I just talked about the... You even spelled it out, you jackass. Anchorage. 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 Anchorage, Nebraska. One and a half gigabyte demo. Damn, mine was only 758. 758. Anyways, folks, uh, if you have a demo, go ahead and send it in to me. A, a demo as far as uh, your show. What I need, you must be 18 or over or at least sound like it, okay? It must be a 30-minute demo. No more, no less, or thereabouts. Showcase what it is that you're trying to do. Talk about the themes. Talk about what you're... Pretend it's a real show. Basically, what you want to see is that you don't sound like a moron when you're on the air. 
Kind of like me. <laughs> you, want to, you don't want to sound like a moron when you're on there. You want to be able to talk, no dead air. You want to be able to communicate your ideas. You want something to talk about, some kind of theme, a controversy. And I want to find out, you know, do something entertaining. It can't be the same old dry talking to monotone, folks. There are plenty of radio casts out there from different radio stations you can go listen to if you want to fall asleep. It's a good thing if you have insomnia, but not here. We are going to try and do this a quote-unquote professional job. And I do say that quote-unquote... <laughs> Shut up and go smoke some dream foil. Wow, thanks. All right, anyways, back to it. Empire at War demo. Some people are saying it was one and a half gigs. I'm thinking those people are simply retarded. I don't know. Mine was 758, uh, 758 megabytes. It, you know what? After install, it might be that big. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, for those of you who do not know, Empire at War Star Wars was released this week as far as the demo goes. It's a new RTS being uh, put up by Petroglyph. For those of you who have never heard of Petroglyph, don't worry, you're in the majority. Most people have never heard of this. However, you may have heard their previous incarnation of Westwood Entertainment. Yes, this is the Command and Conquer group, or a good chunk of them, having come back and uh, they are... What the hell is with all the 1Gs joining and changing? I... Did that... that anyways, um, the Empire uh, War was released and... My impressions. Here we go. Space combat can be very intriguing, very interesting. It looked good. Now the thing of it was, if everybody was, if any of you have been listening to the previous shows, you know that it has been it's something I've been hyping on and I've been really looking forward to. Uh, it's been a big deal and one of the things that's on the radar for my clan and myself to jump into if it's a good game, if we want to support this community. Here's the thing. And I agree with a lot of people that talk about this in IRC right now is the fact that it left me wanting more. It didn't seem like enough of a hook. The space battles were intriguing, they're different, but you could only play with a certain select uh, units, you know, a couple fighters, an X-Wing group, a Y-Wing group, you know, uh, a cruiser that I thought to God was a Star Destroyer until it said a cruiser. And it's, you know, pretty big on the screen, so I gotta imagine exactly what an SD looks like. Um... It's kind of fun. I'm wondering about how unbalanced the hero is going to make it, because as uh, Lord Tiroth found out, with just a Millennium Falcon, he went in and you know trashed the one battle that you get to fight in the game, in the demo, in the uh, campaign version, as the Rebels. I think it has merit. Now, it, unfortunately, there's very little information on the multiplayer aspect, which is kind of disappointing and a little scary for me looking at the game. Um, it's, it says it's going to support eight-player skirmish mode. Now, that's cool... But what does that entail? Because the way that the game is set up in the first, in the one-player mode, you get resources by capturing planets. And it has a real-time... If anybody plays Star Wars Rebellion, it's kind of like this. Where it's real-time, there's no turn base, and after every few minutes, you know, the day changes. After every galactic day, you gain credits. Not a great many, but you get some. And that's what you use to build your infrastructure, build your units, etc. There's different aspects that go with the game, too. You get spying and espionage. You can steal technology and steal credits. You can do, if you're the Rebels, you have raiding fleets. So you can go in and raid uh, an enemy uh, uh, planet if it's guarded. If you don't want to fight a pitched battle, you just drop a battalion of troops on there. It seemed very fun. It's more macro-intensive than micro-intensive. So all you fast-clicking morons out there, you're probably not going to get a whole lot out of this. You're not going to have to go to missionred.com and start practicing up your micro to get the best out of it. It's just not going to work that way. But it, having only seen Han Solo as a, as a hero character, and 
when I say hero, it's it's kind of different than what you're thinking of um, when it comes to if you're thinking of the difference between um, like heroes in Warcraft Three, uh, heroes in Dawn of War, that type of thing. They're not as vital. At least it seems to me that they're not as vital as they should be in those previous games. And then you have like Han Solo who just comes, you know, just rips through everything in, in the Imperial fleet that you have to fight. And you got to wonder about that. It's the kind of invulnerability shield. It's kind of like a paladin, except it's a Millennium Falcon. Now in ground combat, it's a little different. And I'll be saying this. I'll say this right now. When I say it looks good but not great, it's twofold. There's an option in the game that's called cinematic, where if you click it, it it gets you up close and it becomes really nice and really pretty and good artwork and good graphics and it spins and it rotates. And the problem with it is, even though it's fantastic as it looks, and it looks kind of like you're watching a movie, you can't control any of the units. And anytime you try to, it immediately breaks you out of it. The actual gameplay itself looks like Command & Conquer Red Alert 2. The graphics, to me, seem dated. It's not fantastic. The voiceovers and the music are great right out of the movies whoever did the voiceovers very talented very good work very crisp very clean very believable uh but the animation and the graphics they leave a lot to be desired to me they seem rather dated personally the ground combat seemed very clunky to me and seemed awfully imbalanced in favor of the imperials which is kind of odd to say that with only having played a demo but that's exactly what it seemed like the units that were made available to the rebel alliance because you can only play the rebels uh, in the ground combat. Um, the troops they have are, are particularly weak. One of the cool things is you can mow them down using a, a vehicle. You can just trash them. But the ATST walkers and the ADAT walkers, especially ADATs, are extremely powerful. And it takes a great deal to try and take them down. And you really need to combine your arms with your tanks, your artillery, and uh, your missile-bearing troops. One of the cool aspects of the game is when you land on a planet, if it's under Imperial control, and it's and this is in the one-player mode, again, I have no idea what's going to be in the multiplayer part of this. And I don't even know if this is going to have observer mode. That's why I said we're going to have to see if we can support this as a community and do shoutcast, because we're just not sure. But in uh, the one-player mode, you can land on it, and if it's under Imperial control, and if the population is not happy with their... Uh, would-be rulers and masters, they will actually work in your favor, and you can control them to recapture reinforcement points around the map. Now, at these reinforcement points, you can then land additional troops on the planet in different locations. Now, in the one battle you have to fight, it's several turbo blaster fortifications surrounded by a shield with you know groups of stormtroopers and uh, speeder bikes around the area. There's an AT-AT walker and a bunch of ATSTs, and you have to fight your way through it. It's bloody, it's vicious, and I had to land several amounts of troops. Once I put the heroes down, once I put like Han Solo and Chewbacca down, they got their ass kicked. I mean, they may be godlike in space, but they're pussies when they're on the ground. So it, to me, it seemed very interesting space-wise. I mean, it's it has it's nothing like Homeworld, which is exactly what they were billing it as, and exactly how I took it is that it was going to look like the Homeworld engine, except with you know Star Wars graphics instead of you know a. a uh, her, my God, I forgot the names already. Instead of a battle cruiser, you'd have a star destroyer. Instead of, you know, a Cal Mon Calamari cruiser, you had a, you know, what you have a, a battleship or some kind, or you have fighters and 
that's the kind of engine, that's the way I was thinking it in my mind. So I was a little disappointed when it came out. But overall, and I think a lot of us would agree, it leaves us wanting more. It didn't showcase enough for me, and I'm a little hesitant about the game now. I'm not sure that I want to get it right away. I think what I will do, and a lot of us have been uh, talking about this on the forums, is that we may wait a week or so, let people buy the game first, try it out, and see what the general impressions are. If it blows ass, like I'm kind of scared that it's going to, then I may forego buying it, and then if in which case we'll make we'll make alternate uh, uh, plans. Maybe we will go back to Warcraft 3 in a full-time mode, or jump. Well, I don't think World of Warcraft's going to jumpstart itself. I- I'm talking it for, for me as a client. For our community, uh, it all depends, folks. We're going to cast and talk about the games that you want to talk about, not just what interests us. So if this thing blows up, even if we don't necessarily like it, or myself you know, doesn't necessarily like it. I'll go out and buy the game and I'll play it enough that I'll know what's going on and we can talk about it here. But it, it left me wanting more. There, I wanted to see more spaceships or more starships. There weren't. I wanted to see more land units. There wasn't. I would have liked to have seen some, and you can play a two-on-two full campaign mode, but for a, you know, a quick and dirty skirmish mode, it's up to eight players. I would have liked to have had, even if it's a four-on-four or a three-way free-for-all, I would have liked to have seen something. Is it better than Homeworld? No, not by what I've seen. Homeworld is leaps and bounds graphically. Um, graphically, it's far better. Musically, it's it's about on par. And voice actor-wise, I'd say they're on par. So, Rise and Fall. Mecca wants me to talk about Rise and Fall. Rise and Fall is up his rear end, and he is he is really into this game, and I guess it's getting great reviews, so he's, he's on the mark. The problem is, Mecca, I don't know much about it. So, you know what? I'm going to rectify that for next show. I'm going to mark that down right now. In fact, I'm not to my producer. Go ahead and mark that down uh, for next weekend, Rise and Fall. And we'll do a expose on that and see. Okay. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll, do, we'll talk about uh, Rise and Fall next week. Give me a chance to actually, you know, go through it and read it, uh, read up on it and see what I can find about it. I don't think it's in beta yet, is it? No. I know Might and Magic, or Heroes of Might and Magic 5, the, the beta got pushed back. Screed wants it known that Planetside is coming out with, uh, with a year free trial, uh, February 13th. A year? A free trial for a year? Folks, if you can't play that game for a year and get everything out of it and then quit before it's, you know, you gotta start paying for it, there's something wrong. Anyway, Star Wars Empire at War is due out February 16th. Chances are, if I decide to go ahead and buy it on time, I'll actually get it a couple days early uh, than the rest of you, you know, average schmucks. But right now I'm in a holding pattern, and I think a lot of us are, are want to see how this thing's going to turn out. And it's kind of hard to gauge the reviews uh, from the different uh, online magazines and magazines you pick up in stores because they're all biased jerks. I mean, none of them have one bit of, of object uh, objectivity to them. It's all, who's going to grease my palms? Who's going to give us a paycheck? You know, you don't want to piss off any of these gaming companies by giving them a bad review. So even when you try and trash or, or you know, say something bad about them, you try and sugarcoat it and try to play up the positives as much as possible and kind of just gloss over the negatives or mention them only in passing. In fact, a lot of the times, the only, you know, companies you see them bashing are the new companies or the ones with a game that is so piss poor there's just no other way to go around it. Sinvicta made a porno called Rise and Fall. That all right? Yeah, it was you and Tiroth, wasn't it? Yeah. 
All right, screen saying it's limit. It's a one year limited to, to battle rank eight, command rank two, though. I'm not sure what it is, but it doesn't sound impressive, so I'm guessing that's the drawback. So if you want to get higher command and you want to get higher rank, then apparently you've got to go ahead and buy the game. I'm screaming at people on Instant Messenger as they're logging on. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm late for the show, late for the show. I don't want to hear it. Folks, if you're just tuning in, this is the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight. All across the RadioLinkNet.com online gaming radio network. I, I, I know I kind of doubled that up there, but work with me here, folks. Sorry, I'm copying and pasting this for a buddy of mine who is actually at Bowling Green State University this evening. So a shout-out goes out to Bowling Green State. And unlike those Arizona weirdos, I'm not going to play the OSU fight song to piss him off. <laughs> anyway, so my suggestion to you would be wait on Empire at War. Let's see first how it goes. Top rank is 20 last I saw. All right, Abdu saying that if you want to, you know, actually play the game, you can and get it up to rank 20. Apparently, you can only go up to rank 2 normally. All right, fine, got it. Dun -dun 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 -dun. Okay, looking at it. Uh, what else do I have on tap for this? Empire War. Anything else we need to go over? No, I don't think so. Okay, real quick, any final comments from the peanut gallery before we move on to the next topic of discussion? Battle rank 25, command rank 5 is max. I'm sorry. There, I'm being... Thank you, Screed and Updo, for going ahead and correcting me. There we go. What? Oh, that's why. Sorry about that. I sent you the wrong thing. No wonder it's not working. Great, and here it's been on the website now for the last 45 minutes. And apparently nobody decided to go ahead and uh, tell me that the link on the front page isn't working correctly because I typed it in wrong. <laughs> no, it's on right. Yeah, it is. If you click on it, it's right. I've got it. Okay, so I've got the link right. I've got the post wrong. All right, I suck. My bad. What am I going to do? All right, there we go. I have two listeners in one place and three listeners in another. Okay, so my numbers are being padded, allegedly. My people listening in the same place. All right, moving on. Next big topic I want to get to tonight, discrimination in the world of Warcraft. That's right. I'm sure this is not a newsflash to any of you, but apparently there's discrimination in the world of Warcraft, and according to David Edary of... The hell is this game tycoon which apparently is aol's bastardized version of an actual gaming online rag saying that it's becoming a problem <clears throat> quote <clears throat> some players are refusing to accept other players into their group unless they can chat in perfect unbroken english this phenomenon is being blamed on a widespread backlash against the practice of gold farming which is unfairly associated with all non-english speakers in general where do I start on this? Let me get this straight. You're telling me that people in a massive multiplayer online role-playing game whose instances and parts of the game take hours upon hours and critical minute-by-second timing of events of heals, of a special attacks, require you to be able to communicate 
in the overwhelming language of the player base? Holy shit. What a revelation. Thank you, David Adairi. Without you, I wouldn't know how stupid you truly are. Uh, look, this game is... In, the people he's complaining about is in North America. North America and friggin' Australia. Now, unless something's changed, most Canadians speak English. Most Americans speak English. Most people in Australia speak English. The only people that are playing this on this game that don't speak English and can't type it are the jackasses who went on eBay and somehow were able to go ahead and buy World of Warcraft before it came out and they're second and third, you know, third world nations. In which case, they're paying to connect to American servers, North American servers. If they can't type in English, piss off, mate. How the hell is that our fault? How the hell is it our problem, and how is that discrimination? Do you know that there's a guild on MacTheridon called uh, the Shadow Guard of the... Yeah, the Shadow Guards. Which is an all-French guild, and you can't get in unless you speak French. Oh, but that's not discriminating? No, 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 it's all about Chinese farmers. Well, guess what? You're right. You're right, Mr. David Adairi. I am going to be an ass when it comes to people who can't speak English. If some moron comes up to me in the middle of Agamar while I'm sitting there in my mountain and says... Key, 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 give me 120 uh, food and water, key thanks. And I ask him a question, and he can't respond, or types in the exact same thing, then yeah, chances are he is a Chinese farmer. Or, I'm sorry, to be more politically correct, a gold farmer. Okay, he's a gold farmer. That means he's spending money, or his time, to make gold, to make money for somebody else. So why am I going to take my time out to give him water to make his job easier when I'm getting no kickback? This has nothing to do with racism. It has everything to do with not waiting to sting my time on a bunch of jackasses. Location, Cambridge. Well, that could say a lot. Associate Director for Special Projects. What a fucking moron. Unfairly associated with all non-English speakers in general. Well, you know what? The next site I go to that advertises gold actually made up by English-speaking gold people or you know, English-speaking uh, players, that's fine. I'll be more than happy to come on here and say, you know what, not all gold farmers are Chinese. And you know what, I'm sure, not every gold farmer is Chinese. But it got its start, and the vast ungodly majority are from friggin' China, because there's companies there that are paying people like 10 cents a day or holding their kids hostage because you need to go out and freaking make gold so you can sell them to fat, lazy Americans, and Lord knows I know a few of them, who would rather buy the gold than go out and play it themselves. How the hell is that racism? That's fact. If these companies weren't based in China and there weren't so many of them, then this would not be an issue. Not to mention, when I'm sitting in Argamar and they send me a, you know, a, a, a private message or a tell and they say, would you like to buy gold? And then there's some characters that you can't read because they're either, either the computer can't uh, uh, translate them for you or it's another fucking language. Now, why is that my fault? I'm paying 15 bucks a month, or one I was, to play a game located in America, made by Americans, catering to two American players who speak English. And I'm the one who's going to get blamed. I'm going to be called a racist because I choose to have people in my group who know what the hell I'm talking about when I'm saying heal me, heal me, or don't aggro, or there's an ad coming. If they type in question marks all the time, I'm guessing this is not going to be a very fun group. Oh, but folks, there's more. Quote, there's nothing new to this. 
The particulars might be unique, but the basis for this behavior has always been there, lying just under the surface of all multiplayer video games. Oh, okay, I'm going to stop right there. Let's see a show of hands. And remember, if you raise your hand at home, you're an idiot. How many of us are actually surprised that there is racism that goes on on the internet? In case you weren't aware of this, I'll tell you what else goes on the internet. Sexual innuendos, a lot of cuss words, and basically some really foul-mouthed teens and other people. That's the beauty of the internet and the curse at the same time. I'm sure Zerim will go into this on, on Saturday night. It's the fact that anonymity gives anybody the power. But I'll tell you one thing. It's kind of a nice thing. Because there's no censorship, at least until they pass that stupid law. The Congress has got up before it. There's no censorship, and there's no political correctness. But not listen to this, this jackass. Oh, we ain't done yet. Well, let me continue. I will never forget the first time I logged on to a multiplayer server and saw one game special entitled No Jews. I joined the session, of course, in addition to all my other faults, we Jews can't follow directions. I thought I might learn something from the experience, but after 20 very sad minutes, all I discovered was a strong correlation between bigotry and the use of foul language. All right, David Adairi, I'm guessing if you're playing an online game, this should be no news or no new thing to you. I don't, can't say I've seen too many games that have no Jews in the name or no Negroes or no mix in in the uh, the uh, server name or in the game name. And you know what? Those are so few. He acts like these servers are rampant. Look, he's talking about Counter-Strike in this particular case. How many games out there, how many servers are out there for Counter-Strike with that kind of language or that kind of no Jews in the server? Yeah, Jeff, you're... This. Oh, come on! This is... In this particular instance, this happens once in a blue moon. This is not a big... Th Look, if you're Jewish, I suppose it is a big thing. Look, if it makes you feel that they can't tell that you're Jewish. Unless you tell them. And even then, who they care? You just go to go. Don't go play on that server. And you know what? I'm guessing a lot of people don't play on that server. You know how many people do? You know, some neo-Nazi fuck, or you know, his like three friends from high school, who probably don't know how to spell Jew, let alone know what one is. Let me continue and finish this. Gold farming has simply become a handy excuse for some people to indulge in their dark impulses. Dark impulses. Gold farming has simply become a handy excuse for some people to indulge, indulge their darker impulses. My God, he's figured this out. Holy Christ, he's figured this out. And here, all along, I thought I was paying 15 bucks to actually play a game and have fun. No, this guy, this guy has got me down to a T. He knew that the only reason I'm playing the World of Warcraft, or did play it, was because I wanted a chance to go ahead and make fun of those bastards, those commie little morons over in China. I can't stand them, freaking red bastards. But you know what? I couldn't say it until they came up to me and said, Kiki, give me water and food. As soon as they did, that was like that was like the green light. The floodgates opened and out poured forth a huge diatribe of, You're a slant-eyed chinko. Get out of here, Kami. Right. All right, catch you later, Jeff. You got it. Indulge in their darker impulses. Truly, 
That's exactly what it meant by saying role-playing. Here it is. I've got to act like a quiet, nice white guy all of my life, every hour, every day, but not when I log into WoW. Then I'm an undead mage neo-Nazi skinhead. Hell, if you look at my character, he doesn't even have any hair. That's the that's the ticket, baby. There's nothing better. Let me continue. So what can MMORP... Oh, you, I love this part. So what can MMORPG developers do about it? One, don't add fuel to the fire by publishing scathing remarks about the practice of gold farming. If you don't like it, just deal with it quietly, fairly, and efficiently. Don't add fuel to the fire by publishing scathing remarks about the practice of gold farming. Oh, kind of like you've just done for the last three paragraphs and advertise an AOL's pop-up? Way to go, jackass. Way to become a hypocrite in the first three paragraphs. Moving on. Number two, reward diversity. Reward diversity. Perhaps groups that are compromised of, comprised of players from different countries could be rewarded with an experience point bonus, or perhaps diverse guilds could be rewarded in some way. These are just idle thoughts and stupid ones, too. But I think the idea is at least worth considering. Bringing people together is one of the most socially beneficial things an MMOG, I think he meant MMORPG, could ever do. And hey, you might even be able to get some decent PR out of it. Okay, other than going through the fact that none of this makes sense and would be impossible to implement, how the hell would you do this? How the hell could you ever possibly give somebody extra bonus points for being diverse? If that's the case, I want some. I want my full Tier 2 epic set, because you know what? I'm not a racist. I have friends that are black, oriental, and at least one guy who claims he's Arab. And he very well could be, but I think he's Mexican. The point being, I'm pretty diverse. Half my clan is Canadian. I mean, that takes the patience of Job just to put up with them. They can't even speak right, but I put up with them. Does that mean I get experience bonus? Or gold? Maybe... Maybe if we take in some Chinese gold farmers into our clan and become diverse, does that mean maybe they'll kick back some of the gold to us? Do you see where I'm going with this, folks? Look, here's the reality, and we've talked about this before. Does racism suck? Yes. Is it still alive? Very much so. Especially in a place where you have anonymity where nobody knows who the hell you are except maybe the game company. And most of the time, they don't even bat an eye. If you don't believe me, go play in the Battle.net sometime on Warcraft 3 Ladder. You know, it's a, it's. I understand that Creative Assembly got hit with this, and this is a discussion last week, how they took out the chat lobbies out of their games so people couldn't communicate because they gotten so bad in their own chat lobbies and because their people are getting threatened to sue them. Look, you can't be sued over that unless you're putting characters in like Negro Spearchucker or... You know, uh, Chinko Hun Horse Archer. Okay, then you can be sued because then you're putting in the game. These are people who are paying, who they're not paying a, a service to play the game in, you know, the point of uh, Rome Total War. They're connecting to a free to a free server to play. If you don't like it, then you put things in there to remove it. You put a filter in there that's forced on people. World of Warcraft has one, but you have the option of turning it off. So it's real simple. You don't want to be offended? Put on your, your filter. You don't want to play in a server that says no Jews? Then don't. I'm guessing most people won't anyways. The vast majority of people on the internet are decent, nice people. Unlike people like me. 
because I hate most everybody, and most of you, as it happens. But if you were, my guess is this guy had absolutely nothing to talk about, and he's looking to make fun of or, or, or bash online gaming in some way, because this is just a moronic post. How the, If you're a blizzard, hell, you can't even keep your servers running properly, but how are you going to implement, or how are you going to be able to, to try and get people to be diverse? Look, if they're going to say no Jews allowed, I'm guessing they don't give a damn if you give them a free extra of online gold so that they're nice to you. I don't think it's going to make any difference if you speak Spanish and everybody else speaks English. They're not going to let you in their group to do, go do the Molten Core, even if they get a free horse out of it. Because you're still going to bring down the group if you can't understand what you're supposed to do or what everyone's saying to you. Although, I could see that being the answer to the casual content problem if people want uber epics. Ah... Befriend a wetback. Get an epic. Oh, man. Hang on. i got to write that. That's a commercial. Oh, let me get my pen. My producer's out of the, out of the, out of the uh, studio here. Hang on. Hang on. i got to write this down. That's right. Diversity epics. Oh, okay, I got that written down. That is going to come. All right. Right there, I got it. That wrote down. PK boy would never get banned. Oh yeah. Mechahawk wants me to relate the story about the one time I was on Dark Iron, and this one guy from France, this one guy from Germany, who apparently, you know, they at least they claim they were, were talking trash about the United States, and I forget what the hell they were talking about, and uh, I said something to the effect of, um. It's good to see Germany staying out of a war for a change, and you know we didn't want France to come with us because you know we don't need any white flags or something along those lines. Or it wasn't you know it it wasn't shocking that France staying out of a war. Anyways, it got me banned for three days because they turned me into Blizzard, and I was warned for uh, national hatred. Never mind the fact that neither one of them were banned, but actually my fiance is a uh, um, half Native American, so she. <laughs> Trust me, if anybody's going to get offended, she would have by now. But she knows it's all part of the radio. But and you know what, folks? I'm going to be in your face about this, and I always have been. I'm going to be offensive like this. I always have been. Because, look, you can't be offended all the rest of your life. Some things are, yes. You know, especially if it's somebody you know really goes out of the way and, and says something or does something they shouldn't. Or, you know, makes comments. And you know what? If you happen to know somebody that thinks, and that is the way they think, then you don't associate with it anymore. I had a friend who, who, as it turns out, hated Catholics. He had kept it from me for a while, but eventually it came out. And he, you know, hated it. And I, you know, got to hear from him for a while about, you know, how Catholics are backwards and old-fashioned and everything else. And you know what? I just don't talk to him anymore. I don't have anything to do with him. I'm not going to cry in my beer and, you know, go ask Blizzard to give me more gold because I'm being diverse by being Catholic. Uh, the whole notion, I mean, this goes back to that Maine Coon thing. This whole diversity thing is, is stupid. This racist thing just, it pisses me off. Beat the peso out of a wetback, get an epic mount. Dude, I don't have to worry about a brick going through my window. You better worry about getting a knife in your back. 
ass. <laughs> I've been called a mix so many times. It's lost all meaning. Well, almost. Anyways, folks, we are at a break, and I am parched. I need a drink. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to kick you to the break. Uh, i got some commercials for you here. There are new commercials and a new radio bit coming down the pipe in the next few weeks, perhaps a month. But trust me, I think you're going to like it. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, in the tradition of Chinese gold farmers and to show that no hard feelings and that I, too, could be an understanding fellow, I'll let you go into break uh, with this reminder. Hey, folks, this is Emperor here for Chinese Gold Farmers of Azeroth. Chinese Gold Farmers would like you to waste your hard-earned money on valueless online currency. Buy your level 40 mount, or the best armor and weapons to fight the opposing faction for as little as $300 American. Sure, it's illegal, but that never stopped us before. That's Chinese Gold Farmers of Azeroth, putting the chink in your enemy's armor. Citizens of Azeroth, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. It has come to my attention that Blizzard Incorporated located in Irvine, California are being girly men and not releasing patches or servicing their servers. As the governor of California, I pledge to step in and force Blizzard to release bug-free patches, keep their servers running, give the Aussies their own server, and make Battlegrounds worth a damn. And if they don't, I'll terminate them. Arnold in 2008. Balanced Weekly. I'll be on Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tune in for a breakdown of all major tournaments and leagues and then settle in for the previews of all the upcoming matches. And I'll make sure to throw in a little segment about why the only reason you lose is Imbalance. Imbalanced Weekly. Tune in Fridays at 10 p.m. I'm sure you've heard the old saying before, a million monkeys on a million typewriters could eventually reproduce Shakespeare. Well, the internet has proven that to be complete bullshit. It's the year 2006. Man has been to the moon I don't know how many times. We almost have a cure for cancer. We're just about to clone human beings, yet it still takes Blizzard Entertainment an undisclosed amount of time to even make an expansion pack. Join myself, Zerum, as I host my show this Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, and we'll debate and debunk the many flaws in our internet society. Tune in, I just might make a monkey out of you. This advertisement brought to you by the Lonely Men of America. Are you looking for some action, but are too poor to show a girl a good time? Are fast food and a movie not good enough for your chick? Then dump that snooty bitch and buy some porn. Unlike real women, these ladies will do anything you want. In your head, that is. Sure, for 20 bucks you could probably get a kiss after the movie, but why would you do that when you can spend 4 bucks on your credit card and get access to the hottest Photoshop pictures on the web? Save money and get some too. After all, porn, it's cheaper than dating.
right, ladies, somewhere back here on the Empress Court. And apparently, Virginia's a wild thing from what I'm being told. I don't know if there's any truth to that rumor, but uh, I trust the source. All right, let's get back to it. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor of Clanfield Guard coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio, uh, across the RadioLinkNet.com online gaming radio network, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. If you want to get in on the conversation, it's easy to do. Join us on IRC at irc.solidirc.com. It's channel 1G, or you can join us on AOL's Instant Messenger at EMP, the number 1 and the letter G. All right, going into the break, we're talking about the racism that is rampant in World of Warcraft. Apparently, at least according to Dave Ederty, or Ettery of Tycoon Gaming, which is a uh, subsidiary of AOL's, uh, AOL.com. You can take that for what it's worth. Also, we're talking about the uh, Empire at War demo. And don't forget, just a quick reminder of the commercials we ran during the break. Zerum versus the Internet Heiress, Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And don't forget, Imba Weekly, Imbalance Weekly with Seed, will air this Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. Keep that in mind. Mark it on your calendars. All right, getting back to it. The other big topic of discussion that we actually had a couple. Um, uh, yeah, I'll get to that right now. In fact, World of Warcraft, apparently, uh, there's been two servers. I believe Manorath and... What the hell is the other one? Hang on, i got to find it. Apparently, the Anchorage, the Anchorage gates have opened, or will be opening within the next day or two for um, uh, two of the... Excuse me, two of the servers. Where the hell is it? I know it's Manorath and there's another one, too. Where the hell is it? All right, well, apparently, it, it's one of these on here. I don't know what the hell it is, like Burning Blade or something weird. Anyways, two of the servers, including Manorath, have the gates opening up. They've been able to go ahead and finish the war effort. Well, congratulations for blowing through an entire world event that was supposed to take you months on months, and you did it in three weeks. Good job, I guess. Anyways, apparently, everybody else who has time in their hands or took my advice and found this whole pile of bullshit not worth doing and not worth their time has decided that their war efforts are no longer interesting or fun, so they've joined up on this server using creating level 1 alt characters so they can run their ass to Sithless and watch the gates open and watch the event unfold. Bravo to you for having the smarts enough to do that and avoid the actual work yourself. My condolences out to Manorath and that other server, whatever it may be, for being footed by mindless morons who don't want to spend the time on their own server to do the work. Not that I blame them. I guess I'm of two minds like this. What? Well, hey, if you got slapped, that's your own fault. Wiener. Anyways. I guess I'm two minds about this. One, I support the fact that people don't want to do the stupid war effort. Especially the casual gamers who are fed up with getting content, ooh, the evil C word, we'll say getting material in the game that doesn't help them at all, and stuff that they can't participate in. Why the hell should I spend mindless hours getting low-level regs or high-end ones and sending them in for reputation that does nothing for me, for items that suck worse than the shit I've already got equipped, and who won't even be able to enjoy the instances that do open because we're not in a raiding guild, or simply don't have the time to. On the other hand... These people do have time on their hands and can spend eight and nine hours a day with their raiding guilds and able to go ahead and, mature and gather enough of this, uh, enough of the material and send it in to open up the gates. So I say props to both those servers of Manorath and whatever the hell the other one is about the opening of the gates. And here's the controversy. And this is what, it, what everything revolves around. These guys worked hard. These guys and gals worked hard. 
except for the Chinese people there who I'm sure, sure were simply mining gold and the French people who were making guilds and not letting anybody else join. So to all the English-speaking raiders on those servers, I give you props. You did the hard work, and you shouldn't have to suffer the lag and everything else that comes with 5 million people logging onto your server to see what it is that will probably never happen on their server, like mine own of MacTheridon, which is almost dead last in the server listings. Uh, here's an update for you. Seattle is kicking the tar out of Carolina still. 34-14 with two minutes to go in the fourth. So it looks like it's going to be a Seattle-Pittsburgh matchup. Go Seahawks. Remember, I'm from Cleveland. Fuck you, Pukesburg. At any rate. So Blizzard has gone ahead and installed in something that what you would think they would have done earlier for different uh, realms that were already had high population problems. And that is they stopped character creation on both of those servers. Makes sense, right? Of course! It stops people from going in there and crashing the place with millions and millions of new characters. Brilliant. The question I have for you this, and this is where the contrary revolves around, at least for me, is why the hell wasn't any of this done earlier for all the different ones like Archimond, like the Burning Blade or Burning Legion or Frostwolf or any of the terrible 20 that keep crashing and lagging because they have way too many people? If these servers are maxed and queued almost every night, and that's before they lowered them uh, right after Christmas, why was something like this not implemented sooner? Oh, imp, you say. But they've done just that. Uh-huh. Two days ago, Sarek went on the boards, and here's one of the community manager propagandists, and listed a group of about 20 servers, 25 servers, which uh, all of a sudden now will have um, the um, will have uh, character creation stopped. Now, originally he had said that it was due to the... Uh, Anchorage events in the pilgrimage uh, opening, and that all these different servers were opening all around the same time, and they didn't want a huge influx of people coming to those different servers to see, you know, the different opening of the gates. All right, as it turns out, this is a bunch of bullshit. And of course, he got caught on it later on because a lot of these servers weren't even like 40% there. And they're talking about, well, how the hell are you? Why are you closing our server for that when we're not even remotely close to opening up the gates or even getting halfway there? Then he comes out and says, uh, by, uh, what I meant to say was, insert mouth, swallow giant cock, is that what he meant to say was that they're closing all these down all of a sudden because they are maxed out high population servers. Very good. And yes, I'm a very lovable guy. She's very wise. Especially somebody who's never met me. Anyways. I'm sorry. EG Football said the brows suck. The Browse? Hmm. I don't know who the Browse are. But in Cleveland, we have the Browns. It's like a color. So finally, for the wrong reasons, they've begun to implement a system where character creation is no longer allowed on servers that cannot handle the load. Bravo, Blizzard. You're only about six months late. But Imp, you say... Why do you always have to bash Blizzard when they finally do something right? Well, the problem is, the reason I do this is because this is stuff, like I said, that should have happened months ago, when the problems could have been avoided then. Instead, they're doing it now, and then they try to... I hate you too. And then they try to punt it off as, oh, we're doing this for the Anchorage. Uh, gate's opening. Well, no, you're not. And you got caught in the lie. Twelve pages of it. Oh, what I meant to say was... Yeah, we know what you meant to say. You're as clueless as they come. Sometimes, Blizzard's community manager not sometimes, all the time, Blizzard's community managers remind me of the Wampusberg. 
What's the wampus bird? Well, the wampus bird is this mythical bird that flies in ever-decreasing concentric circles until it flies up its own ass. That's what the blizzard community... You know, some of you have photoshopped... Somebody make me a picture of that. It's a blizzard... or It's a bird that flies in ever-decreasing concentric circles until it flies up its own rear. Yeah, <laughs> but who are the chefs? Screed, 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 breaking out an old, old commercial uh, throwback there. At any rate. I know, I know. We still got one big topic to go to, so I, but that's I'm serious. It, for all the money and for all the brain trust that goes there, I don't understand why they don't, why they don't see the big picture. Why they didn't see the stuff months down the road. They knew back in January of last year their game was an overwhelming success, growing by leaps and bounds. And queerage. Okay, Anchorage. It's just easier for me to say. All right? Period. You know, with the money I saved not playing World of Warcraft for the last two months, I went and bought Counter-Strike Source. And it came to the disgusting realization that I suck. Hard. I mean, bad. At any rate, going back to the topic at hand, if they had had any, any kind of a forethought or vision, they would have had all these extra servers on order. They would have had a secondary backbone ready to put in place. They would have create. They would have stopped the character creation on the different servers. And as much as I hated what Square did with theirs for Final Fantasy XI, enforcing you to get a uh, server pass card to move your character from one uh, server to another, at least it you know was able to mitigate how many people on how many servers. That's what it, I mean. Please elaborate. I do Photoshop. All right, Leth, you're kind of slow. I realize that. Follow me here. A bird that flies in circles. And each circle he flies gets a little smaller and a little smaller and a little smaller until he's flying in such small circles that eventually his head turns around in a circle and goes up his own ass. And then he falls. Does that work for you? All right, hopefully that explains left to you. What is Emp's job? I'm a professional moocher. <laughs> I, I'm a part owner of a sporting store. Yeah, me, uh, yeah, wow, everyone's, up. okay, as soon as I said I have Counter-Strike Source and that I suck, all of a sudden everybody comes out of the woodwork, oh, I'm better than you, oh, I want to kick your ass. EG Football, Sinvicta, Omni Slash, the rest of you are like, oh, we're kick your ass. Well, I just said that. What? Does your EP grow a little more because you can beat the guy in the radio in a Counter-Strike Source? Well, congratulations. Here, let me clap for you. Let's all clap for the people who decided to go ahead and tell me that they're better at a 3D shooter than I am. Great, you AWP camping whore who finds a spot who can't fight with a real gun or a knife and can't use a grenade and who spams flashbangs all day. Yeah, I know your type. You can kick my ass. Good for you. Feel free to call the wild thing. Ever. Hell, everybody does now. Oh. Old ad, yeah. Amp advantages the Blizzard community managers. I'd have him in a like a pig pen and like beat him with a leash. Like Katie and like told a lie, I'd beat her, like, nightly. Like, time for your nightly beating! <laughs> How 
I'm sorry. Moo. Sorry, I got the nag mixed up with the cow. <laughs> All right, Leth. Now you know exactly what I'm looking for. Go ahead and make that photo for me. <laughs> I need info for my show. All right, so EG is cutting a EG football is cutting a demo on Counter Strike Source for his show, and he wants to beat me around and slap me like a little woman, so he can get material for his own show. Well, that's good. Apparently, I'm going to be on twice a week. You'll be able to hear me on Sundays, and you'll be able to hear me getting owned on Thursdays or something. Beautiful. Wow, we're already another break. It's already 10 o'clock? By the way, it's official. Seattle is beating Carolina and will face Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl. What a slobber knocker that's going to be. <laughs> wow, that says EG football sucks. Now will say PK boy swallows. Aren't those one and the same person? Could be wrong. Do the Hitler thing from Little Nicky? I, you know, I don't have that uh, on my machine. Oh my god, it's Tiroth. Oh. Nothing like being an hour short and a dollar late. Yeah. That came out real well. <laughs> Floor, get off the dirty Mystic Mim. Yeah. You get a little plus. How useless is that in IRC to, put, to give somebody voice? Oh, I get a plus next to my name. I'm special. You can't do anything with it. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't hold you tonight. Doesn't tell you it loves you. Doesn't give you any money. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to break again. So, uh... All right. Anyways, again, a reminder. Friday night, Imbo Weekly... With Seed, Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard for all the news of what's going on in the world, I'm sorry, in Warcraft 3. On Saturday night, Zerum versus the Internet. He takes on all the stupidity on the interweb, including you, gaming companies, and I'm sure he's going to have a load to say on Blizzard. That's on Saturday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. Both of those shows will debut this coming week. Mark it on your calendar. Tell your friend uh, to tune in, the both of you. All right. Anyways, I'm going to put you on a break here, and then I will be back in about five minutes. Hey there, studly men. The paladins of Azeroth will be chatted up with you right now. Hear us issue our sails of command and lay the hammer of justice to each other. Oh, I'm so excited. My nipples are hard. So call 1-900... Fairy Polly to talk with us, the girly man of Azra. I think I just popped my shield. Ladies, are you tired of getting peed on by your peon? Want to make your grunt grunt and pleasure? Then you need Musk of the Horde, a new perfume by Klein Calvin. Simply add a touch to your battle axe to get his attention. Ooh, be so horny. Add some to your neck to excite him. Mmm. And bathe in it to take him to the peak of ecstasy. We're about to climax! Get Musk of the Horde in Nordstrom's of Agrimar.
Are you tired of men dressed in white sheets burning crosses in your front yard? Do people with shaved heads make you want to puke? Then you need a bottle of Whitey out. Simply spray down the offending supremacist and change him into the minority of your choice. Turn that honky into a homie for just $19.99. That's Whiteout, on sale at fine stores everywhere. I'm sure you've heard the old saying before, a million monkeys on a million typewriters could eventually reproduce Shakespeare. Well, the internet has proven that to be complete bullshit. It's the year 2006. Man has been on the moon I don't know how many times. We almost have a cure for cancer. We're just about to clone human beings, yet it still takes Blizzard Entertainment an undisclosed amount of time to even make an expansion pack. Join myself, Zerum, as I host my show this Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, and we'll debate and debunk the many flaws in our internet society. Tune in, I just might make a monkey out of you. Hello everyone, this is Seed from Imbalanced Weekly. I'll be on Fridays at 10pm Eastern Standard Time. Tune in for a breakdown of all major tournaments and leagues, and then settle in for the previews of all the upcoming matches. And I'll make sure to throw in a little segment about why the only reason you lose is Imbalance. Imbalanced Weekly. Tune in Fridays at 10 p.m. Apparently, uh, Sinvicta of Clan Guard has recently come out of the closet and announced his eternal love for Tyroth. Apparently, he finds gay love and manly man much more appealing than the female persuasion. Again, this is coming to break news under the uh, Guard News Agency coming across the wire now. As it turns out, he also happens to be a paladin, and, and actually is a paladin, actually, on one of the servers he used to play. I just seen it a reason to play the NBC, uh, or the uh, new Breaking News, and that's all I could come up with, so there you go. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor Scorton. You're back here with the Emperor of Clan Guard, coming to you live in the, from Cleveland, Ohio, tonight, all across the RadioLinkNet.com network. There you go. So, unfortunately, don't worry about the breaking news, folks. Trust me, you're going to like what's coming in next. I have a radio bit that I'm working on that you people are going to love I admit it. I admit it. I promise. <laughs>
I guarantee it. I bet you're going to like it. I'm not going to tell you any more on that. I have a, it, it's in the works. I was thinking about this tonight. So, uh, uh, what, 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 what's this? Pink is greater than purple. Apparently that pink is better than purple. Uh, who knew? Uh, all right. <laughs> no, somebody wanted to know why uh, why it is they didn't get the paladin joke. Apparently, they're uh, a listener or player of another game didn't understand what the whole brouhaha is about a paladin. Look, paladins whine more than any other class. They have more tools to work with and bitch about everything. And more often than not, they'll pop an invulnerability shield, which makes them obviously invulnerable, and then quickly teleport or run away. Brokeback Mountain 2, Lesbian Boogaloo. I'm going to write that down. Hang on. Brokeback Mountain 2. Hang on. Brokeback Mountain 2, The Story of Sinvicta. All right, I'm actually going to make a commercial about that. I'm going to write... I got some good commercial ideas from you guys tonight. That's fantastic. Woo! <clears throat> that was terrible. Let's try again. Woo! There, that was much better. Not quite Ric Flair-esque, but yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the last thing we want to talk about tonight is the IRS trying to move in on your turf. And it's a good thing I mentioned that whole Chinese farmer thing ahead of time because if any of those are American-based companies, they're in for a treat. They're in for some trouble because the IRS is coming after their ass. Uh, all right. Anyways, let me bring this up here. I gotta let me grab it here. Because a lot of you aren't gonna believe this, and you think I'm lying. You know I am. Well, I mean, you th you think you think I am. Uh, what the hell? What? I got bullshit here from Typefrag. Look, Typefrag, take me off your list. I'm never gonna get another ventral server from you again. Fucking blow, man. 20 bucks a month for that piece of garbage. All right, here we go. Uh, this one's by Daniel Turdeman. Turd, T-E-R-D, Turdeman, from News.com. Uh, journalists and Ultima Online junkie Julian Dibble issued himself a very public challenge two years ago. It's about this jackass who says he's going to claim on his taxes income that he got for selling gold from Ultima Online. Well, for one, you're a moron just for claiming that you made money. Why the hell would you want to be taxed on anything to begin with? If you can get away with it and don't have to clear on your taxes, why the hell would you? So that just goes to show you're mentally unstable just to begin with. But it goes on to talk about how the IRS is considering putting an actual tax on uh, gold made from games like World of Warcraft, City of Heroes, and Star Wars Galaxies. <clears throat> Quote, After all, since the trafficking of virtual goods from games like World of Warcraft, City of Heroes, and Star Wars Galaxies on exchanges like eBay sets their fair market value, the millions of online game players are collectively holding tens or even hundreds of millions of dollars worth of these digital assets at any one time. And some would say that's a target the IRS can't ignore forever, raising the tricky question of whether virtual goods that are frequently bartered in exchange in the gaming world can be deemed the taxable possession before they are sold for real-world money. Now, I happen to like our current government, the president anyways, and I happen to like the attitude that some of the congressional and senatorial leaders show when they're not being pussies. But if this is not another trick to get more money 
to be wasted on bullshit things, I don't know what is. I don't want to find out that we're funding welfare for illegals through gold from the World of Warcraft. I don't want to find out that NASA is able to send another probe to some godforsaken place on the you know ass end of the galaxy because of platinum sales in EverQuest 2. Sure, you can say, but that's great! Think about it. That means less tax for the rest of us to pay. I don't even know where to go with it. I, I still can't believe this is possible, but it's true. This is actually something legitimate the IRS is looking to do. How the hell do you tax income on a game? Are they going to write, you know, Blizzard? Or are they going to, you know, send off to... Uh, who the hell is it? Flagship Studios? That does Guild Wars? Okay. If they write to any company say, oh, we want a list of, of who made how much gold, you know, this year. And they found out that, like, Lethos had, like, 10,000 gold that he made this year. But he blew like 5,000 of it at like the male brothel in Stormwind. You know? Is that tax deductible, I wonder? You better hope so, Lethos, or you got a problem. What I don't understand is where this genius... I understand where this guy is going to brag about it and say, I made so much money, they can tax me on it. Well, good for you. Good for you, you cum-guzzling queen. That doesn't mean the rest of us want to have to go ahead and pay taxes on stuff that we make in-game. It's a game. Not everybody buys stuff online. Look, if I actually thought people would actually buy my character, which is a pretty decent character, it's got it's about half epically equipped, I'd sell it. But I don't think I'll get much out of it. I, I'll be the first to admit it. I made a lot of money in Ultima Online when I sold my account. I had two of them. I sold them years and years ago, and I made a fortune. I got about four grand between the two of them back when Ultimate Line was at its height. Because I was getting out of the game. I was, you know, college was hitting me uh, harder than, you know, I'd intended. And I had to spend more time on my, on my grades when I didn't have time to play the game. It was, I was ecstatic. It was great. But you know what? People, I I don't think you can actually make a living off this. And, and isn't that what, what taxes is about? Is taxes stuff that you can make a living off of? Perhaps I'm not, you know, thinking of the right thing. Or perhaps I'm getting a little uh, crossed up, but... Uh, I find it hilarious. Oh, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Tiroth, now I get to tell people that their tax money goes to buying my dad gold. I find it hilarious. I don't know. What, I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but at any rate, yeah. So it's possible that every time you buy gold online, you could be taxed. Anytime you sell gold online, you can be taxed. How long is it going to be until we see on, on eBay when somebody's selling, well, if you live in the state of Ohio, please include 8% sales tax. It scares me to think that this is the route the government's going down. And we've heard the threats before about you know Congress passing a law that you'd have to pay like a penny per email that you, that you send or five cents per email that you send. Because, you know, the post office is losing so much money because you can email stuff for free. And instantly, rather than having to send it, learn to scroll. Okay, learn to scroll up, Emp? Okay, uh, how about this? Uh, learn to reconnect, jerk. Owned.
<laughs> I'm still paying attention to IRC, even if I don't necessarily go to it immediately to respond. And I know you're hearing this about 20 seconds later because of the delay in the in the radio broadcast, but. Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> learn to reconnect. <laughs> but, you know, this could be the answer to the Social Security problem we have in the country. We can't fund Social Security. Wouldn't that be a bitch to find out that all of a sudden we're funding it from platinum, platinum sales on EverQuest? What happens if, like, the next president nationalizes the MMORPG market? Wouldn't that be interesting? And all of a sudden you got to play a version of the government... I want to be an IRS agent. Well, uh, I rolled an FBI agent. Or in Letho's case, I re-rolled a garbage man. You get, like, plus five the garbage picking. I don't know, guys. Sometimes you just, you scratch your head and you shake it and you just, like, where the hell did they come up with this idea? And you know, it, there's going to be some brilliant moron who puts a bill before the Congress that, look how much money we can make off of this. Yeah, I, I know it would have been better if I thought, here, let's try this. Let's try it again, Tiroth. Learn to reconnect. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Boot. Let's see if it works now. Doing. All right, did I time it pretty well? Did you get to hear boot at the same time I kicked you? If not, we can practice again all night. I got time. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Have fun drinking. Tiroth, I rolled a janitor. Uh, I guess it's been a lot of another reason to go and bomb us. Dip, dip. They play horrible Satan games. They walk around in their dwarves and elves and stuff. Allah is great. Give us your gold now or we'll kill another hostage. We will fly our planes into the castle of Agramar. We'll take down the Zeppelin Tower. So help me God. Terrorist bombings in Agamar. Ironforge brought to a screeching halt. Dark days ahead of us, ladies and gentlemen. Dark days ahead of us. I have no idea where the hell this line of thinking is going, but it's derailing quickly. Oh, it's like 60 seconds off? Oh, it's a minute off? Okay, well, let's try it again, shall we? No. <laughs> I make your PlayStation bitch. Yeah, email bombs. Glory to Allah. Send out the suicidal emails. Do it now. Uh, poor Carolina. You know, neither one of these uh, championship games were even remotely close. It's kind of a disappointing. Denver or Carolina just didn't show up. It's too bad, too, because I like Fox, the coach of Carolina. I think he's a decent guy. Well, as it happens, I think I'm awesome, too. But thanks for, tell her thanks for listening. I know she's not a gamer. But hey, maybe she will be after listening to my great, melodious voice. Yes, I know we've got like 14 minutes and I'm killing time because I ran out of things to talk about. No, no, not really. I've got other stuff I can talk about. 
somehow the the terror bombings on Arkham are seem a little funnier in my head than it actually did in the in the cast. Then again, it takes a minute for it to to get to the rest of you, and that's just not funny. Unstable concoction. Now, see, Buckeye's got the right. He hates he hates the Steelers too. Everybody hates the Steelers. He's waiting in line. He's got 500 people ahead of him on Storm Reaver. Poor bastard. Man, I feel bad for you suckers to still play World of Warcraft. Okay, look, Blizzard. Hey, Winterland event, or Everland, it's over. It was over yesterday. You can take it down off your stupid sticky. God. This is kind of cool. The Super Egomatic Quest disabled. Yeah, people were teleporting back and forth between two different zones, leveling up huge, and it took them months to figure this out. Brilliant. Dawn of War. I'm looking to perhaps get winter... Here's what's going to come down to it, folks. This is what's gonna... For future broadcasts, because I know a lot of you have been bugging me to, to uh, start doing the shoutcast again and do a play-by-play -play of games. Here's what it's going to come down to. It's all going to revolve around, like I said earlier, about the Empire at War uh, game when it's released. If the game is a decent online, we're going to start casting that. If it sucks, it's going to come down to one of two things. I'm either going to pick up Winter Assault and start broadcasting Dawn of War games, which is up in the air because the community is not as large, or, and although it will kill me, the community is larger, and the game uh, does allow observer mode. I will go back to broadcasting Warcraft 3 again, and this will be Shoutcast Online. And I'm not the only one. I think Idiotech and uh, Imba, uh, or Seed, might actually go ahead and do some games too. So, things to talk about and to think about. Not many knew about you. A lot of your site doesn't seem to host any of the classic stuff you aired. Well, I appreciate that, Evil Dark, but, uh, yeah. Actually, the site was pretty huge back in the day. The original site. That's right, go Bucks! Hang on, I gotta find... Where the hell is my song? Cue it up! Yeah, do it. We're killing time anyways. We're, in, we're stalling. We got nothing else. Uh, no, in reality, I, I do. I just the thing of it is, it's such a big topic for next week that I don't really want to broach it with only like eight minutes left in the show. So I mean, it wasn't something I really wanted to get to until later. So I think I'm going to hold off onto it anyways until after or until next week. And at rise to fall, we're going to do that too next week. Uh, Nevalfia, we'll get to that too. There you see, there you go. All right, four bucks. We're only like. 330 days until the next season. O-H-I-O! Eating straight Coke and Crystal with the Red Sox today. No idea why. We've got two, two scrubs for the game later. So, Memories of the Drunken Baron. B-A-R-E-N. No, he's not Baron as in he can't have kids. He's Baron as in, like, the Red Baron. B-A-R-O-N. I don't know. Guild Wars might be a decent game, I suppose. Not for me, it isn't. I've played him and I just, you know. I mean, I, we've got guys who play Guild Wars, but it's, you know, not particularly fantastic. It, it, it's just had a beta. In fact, I should have talked about this earlier. So I had a beta this weekend. Um, it was a PvP-only beta. And I think we have a player versus environment uh, to be later announced for a beta for that, which 
I guess went over well. I mean, it, it's a nice alternative to World of Warcraft. It's a nice alternative to things like EverQuest, which are, you know, continuous grinds. It puts the, you know, the PvP right up front and close, and it, you kind of wish that there was a game that melded the both of them. And, and to me, that was, you know, all to my line, but... So... Anyhow... Yeah, we're going to wait till next week to do that. All right, folks, uh, we're going to get to the end here. So a couple things to uh, go ahead and remember for next week. Uh, Rise and Fall and another topic to discuss next week, so look for that uh, next Sunday. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, Emperor Sports going to air right then, right there. Uh, also, three new shows debuting within the next two weeks. This week, what we have debuting on Friday is Imbu uh, Weekly. Uh, that is with Seed, and that will air at Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. That's all to do about uh, events and players and what's going on in Warcraft 3. Definitely check it out. On Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard, we have Zerum versus the Internet. All about the stupidity of the Internet. A hilarity is bound to ensue. Fair warning, you, the listener, may also be a target if you say something ironic and stupid. Lethos, I'm looking at you, buddy. All right, so don't forget those. This has all been a product and a uh, production of the uh, combination of partnership of One Zero Born and RadioLinkNet.com. Definitely check out both of them. OneJewelBorn.com, my home site. That's the home of the Clan of Yellow Guard. And RadioLinkNet.com, uh, the future site of our uh, radio network. Also, folks, we are still taking demos. If you have a show idea, you want to do it, brilliant. Cut me a demo. 30 minutes, send it to Emperor1G at Cox.net, COX.net. If you had an opinion on the show, something you want to talk about, send me an email. I'd love to discuss with you. Anyways, I'll talk to you next week. This has been Emperor saying, bad manners are better than no manners at all. So long, everybody.